It's Radiothon time, and Vision Australia Radio is asking our podcast listeners to be a good listener. Be a good listener by subscribing to this podcast. Be a good listener by telling your friends to do the same. Be a good listener by donating to keep us sustainable. We're a not-for-profit essential service for people living with a print disability, and we need you to do your bit. So go on, be a good listener. Visit varadio.org, that's varadio.org, or call 1-300-8474-66 and donate now. Donations over $2 or more are tax-deductible in Australia. Thanks for listening. Now to the podcast. Hello and welcome to Vision Extra. Come to you from Vision Australia Radio. Peter Greco with you. And with us is author Carol Lindley. Carol, welcome. That Lovely to meet you and thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. Now, you've uh, got a book that's about to be officially launched. Uh, tell us a bit about the title. That's fascinating in itself. Tapestries of Time is a um, title that came to me when I was writing a book that I'd been thinking about for 25 years. And it came during a time that I was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa, which is a genetic condition in our family on a gene named Topus 31. Of course, there's a lot of codings of retinitis pigmentosa. So that was the particular one that was in our family. And anyway, so I was diagnosed with it in 1996 and I was going through a difficult time, of course, as everybody would imagine, um, realising that you have a a genetic uh, vision problem that could lead to blindness in the future. So during this time, I had a message from my great-grandfather, oh, sorry, not my great-grandfather, my grandfather, who had passed away and it just came in my mind and he said, oh, there's a bigger picture to this. There's more to this than meets the eye and you'll write a book. And it just came in my mind. He was already passed over, but it just came in my mind and it was from him. So fast forward 25 years and um, for the last three and a half years since my father passed away, I have written a book and Tapestries of Time is about incorporating the artistic part of me within the chapters of the book like a big tapestry. So it sees my life like a big tapestry and it's the time of the tapestry through your life. So you, it's the 60 years, the last 60 years of my life. The diagnosis is a minor part of it um, because I don't see my diagnosis as a disability because it hasn't stopped me from doing anything except driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that's about it, really. And I've just gone on and lived my life. And um, art is a huge part of my life and sewing as well as teaching was a huge part of my life. And um, and now I'm a remedial therapist, which I have been for nearly 30 years. And um, that's a very creative part of my life as well. How did you go about actually physically writing it? Uh, did you uh, sit down at a computer or did you dictate it? How did you actually do it? Well, I wrote lots of bits and pieces over the years because I was sitting in coffee shops writing you know, because with, with um, retinitis pigmentosa, you don't go blind overnight. And that, this mm-hmm. is the thing. It becomes a very frightening thing for people. However, you know, it's very, very slow and very, it's progressive, but it's slow. So, you know, I could write in diaries and all sorts of things over the years when I was traveling because I've done a fair bit of travel. So I'd be in coffee shops here, there and everywhere, writing on pieces of paper and serviettes and this and that with all sorts of bits. And I put it in a box and it just wasn't getting anywhere. 
And then um, as my vision got a little bit more of a problem, I use a computer a lot and I ended up meeting a lady called um, Margot J, which is my co-writer. And she met me because I was doing some spiritual direction and she came along as one of my spiritual directors and and she knew that I wanted more than just spiritual direction at a difficult another difficult time in my life. She knew I needed more than that and wanted more than that and I wanted to write this book. So she said, look, I can help you because I've been helping my family write some memoirs of our family. She says, I'll help you. So she started to come along and I'd send her through bits on my, I'd write it in my notes and then I'd send it through and I found all those bits of paper I'd put in a box and incorporated all of that and then sent it through and then she reformatted it and uh, we used to sit together for a couple of hours a fortnight and then she'd go back and do some more work on it and um, I paid her all the way along and she was a retired teacher so very similar to me she had a a background in Catholic education like I did you people I did but we'd never crossed paths until now and so she put it all together she formatted it and put it all together um, with all the bits that I sent and we'd go through it and then we at the end we went right through it and both kind of edited it and because I've done editing in the past I edited my own book just before my vision got because in the last 12 months it's got quite bad so I was able to edit my book just before that happened and I think maybe it happened because I was doing too much reading but anyway not to worry there's lots of supports in place anyway so um, it's no big deal so that there you go that's what happened yeah now you talked about uh, your grandfather kind of sent you a message and then you started writing after your father passed away and your spirituality so in a sense it's all sort of come together those things aren't uh, it's not a coincidence that they're all linked, you think? Absolutely. Well, I've lived a spiritual life, and if anyone reads my book, they'll see that. Because you may lose one um, sense, but every other sense is enhanced, including the spiritual sense, which I really had anyway beforehand. So I see things that others don't. I know things that others don't. So I can see how everything interlinks. And um, unless you have this, it's very hard to explain, and I do not advertise it. I just keep it to myself, and it's used when required or for survival more than anything else. Yeah. And maybe, as you say, sometimes if uh, you lose one sense, as in uh, maybe the, the, the sight that you have or your sight isn't as good as it was, your other senses get heightened. I think there's no doubt about that. And, and maybe in your yes. case, your sense of spirituality is also heightened. Absolutely, absolutely. It was already there before. It was there when I was mm. a girl as well because I, I can see the whole journey. I can see it for what it is and I can see my, my obvious contract of what I am here to do and what, I'm, what, my, what my challenges are and why I have those challenges. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want anyone else's life. Mm. No way. I'm just mm. so happy in the life that I've got. And I see so much outside of me that in the way others live and I think, wow, you know, I'm so glad I'm here with my vision impairment and everything. It's just, you know, I just wouldn't swap my life for anyone. And that kind of attitude, if you like, that's helped you through those difficult times. I mean, you talked about uh, obviously, you know, when you get the diagnosis, it's probably uh, something you've got to come to terms with. And then you also mentioned how your side in the last 12 months has probably deteriorated quite a bit. Yep. Those, that spirituality can help you through those tough times? Well, yeah, that and just I'm a very practical person and um, I just know that the universe, well, I guess that's spirituality, I just know the universe is here and the supports are all in place and they're all here. And, you know, the marvellous thing was the NDIS, of course, because that's opened 
so many doors for people like myself. It's a wonderful thing. And my book, I'm hoping to get to Julia Julia Gillard because she was instrumental in starting the NDIS and getting it moving and passing it through Parliament back all those years ago. And Mm. um, I've got contacts that can actually get that book to her because I'm an NDIS success story, you know. And, And it's really important that someone like that who incidentally was the first woman Prime Minister in Australia. And if you read my book, my great-grandfather, who was Andrew Alexander Kirkpatrick, he's on the North Terrace Plaza, he was a unionist and a politician and also uh, was there starting the women's movement. And my family history shows all these trips over to London and, um, you know, with the Queen and all of this and all during that time when the suffragette movement was going mm. on. And, um, you know, South Australia was the first state in Australia in the world to pass the votes for women. Yeah. And he was instrumental in that. So Julia Gillard then came along being the first woman Prime Minister in Australia and to me that has come round circle when she created the NDIS which actually helped the great granddaughter of that man being me. Well that's an interesting so symmetry isn't I it? I see how it works. <laughs> Sorry? That's an interesting symmetry isn't it? That's quite a circle. It's quite a circle so yeah. you know, I think it's um, yeah it's marvellous but yeah I'm an NDIS success story and um, yeah, it's, it's been great. It's been great. Yeah, and well, a- and having had a background in special education, and having to write submissions in the past in my work for um, children with disabilities, etc., through Catholic Education as a special education advisor consultant, I totally understand what the OTs have to do when they come in here and assess me for. Um, well, at the moment, they've assessed me for a Clover book. Pro, which is a special type of computer thing that makes your pages black at black and then white writing and things so I can read documents and, you know, can labels, etc., etc., and books, etc. Um, yeah, so it's wonderful to have the NDIS and, and of course, that um, OT that comes in and writes the submissions, I give her all the stuff. I say, right, put all this in, put all this in, blah, 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 to write the submission because I used to have to do that. So I totally understand how it all works. That's interesting, isn't it, Carol? Because you talk about the NDIS and, and then the technology that's available through things like the NDIS. So in a sense, their timing is also quite uh, fascinating how it's all sort of come together as well that can help uh, people with disabilities yeah. live a much fuller and, and more independent life. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I um, <laughs> funny, funny thing, sometimes I think my life is far more, it's far more simpler, which means I feel like it's not cluttered, it's minimalistic, but it's quality, not quantity. You know, I don't collect people and I don't collect things. I, I just have a quality life of, of the things in it that I, I need and, um, and I want in it, you know. So to me, it's, it's a full life, absolutely. Now, your book is available now, but it'll be officially launched a bit later on this year. Is that, is that right? Well, I actually, Peter, I actually launched my book back in, um, at my 60th birthday. I had a big high tea with 15 girlfriends last year and I launched a very minimal, small launch. In fact, we didn't even talk about it. We just had it there and the girls all bought them, all my friends. And then um, I've just, along the way, I've just had books here and people have bought them or I've advertised them in my business, which is Carol O'Connell Massage and Natural Therapies. I've advertised it here and people have bought it, clients have bought it, 
all sorts of people have bought it along the way. I haven't made it a great big thing. I've just thought the right people will want to read it. And I run a book club with my girlfriends and we all um, study books and things like that. So I've used it in that as well. So um, it's here for people if they want to buy it. Otherwise, they can buy it online. Um, There's a website um, under my uh, domain name, which is carollinley.com. So people can go into that and they can find it. Or I guess they can just uh, put the title in online and be able to get it that way. So. All right. Well, we'll put those details up on our Facebook page where we put the information up about the program. And, Carol, you live a yep. very full life, albeit a bit of a listing, because as I say, you also are a massage therapist and you teach massage as well? Yes, I do. I teach massage as well. I've just written an 84-page um, document, which um, is all my research from 27, 28 years of massage. And it's all research and bits and pieces so I've put that together with a 10-week program that people can come along to and learn to massage and I've been doing that since the year 2000. I used to work at um, some of the massage schools in the city but now and the WEA but now I just do it from home and yeah so it's a 10-week massage course it's not accredited but people can come along and have a taste and if they like it they can then go on to become accredited if that's what they want to do so it's just Mm. a, a um yeah, just a 10-week course, which is just lovely. And, um, yeah, so that's something else I do, as well as I'm a, an accredited massage therapist and a certified one through um, Mass Myo Association, which is the Australian Association of Massage Therapists, based in Melbourne. So that's, that's who I belong to. And so when you come along, you get a receipt and that you can claim it with your private health. Rebates, Carol, yeah. we're out of time for this <laughs> evening, but it'll be good to get you back another time because there's so much more we could have covered. Congratulations on the Absolutely. book. I think just to be able to put it out is a tremendous uh, achievement in itself and your attitude and uh, the uh, things that you said this evening are really, really powerful. So thank you for spending just a little bit of time with us. We wish Not you well Not a problem. In the I'm always here. I'm always here if people have difficulty when they're diagnosed. I'm always here for a chat. So um, I've been on the journey. I know what it's like. There's some hard times, but you know what? Overall, life is beautiful. Carol, thank you so much. Take care, Peter. Carol Rindley there, author, speaking to us on Vision Extra. That is it for the program. If you've missed some of them, maybe you'd like to hear it again. You can search for Vision Extra on the iTunes Store, on Spotify, or your favourite podcast service. It's Radiothon time and Vision Australia Radio is asking our podcast listeners to be a good listener. Be a good listener by subscribing to this podcast. Be a good listener by telling your friends to do the same. Be a good listener by donating to keep us sustainable. We're a not-for-profit essential service for people living with a print disability and we need you to do your bit. So go on, be a good listener. Visit varadio.org, that's varadio.org, or call 1-300-8474-66 and donate now. Donations over $2 or more are tax deductible in Australia. Thanks for listening. Now to the podcast.